0: Welcome to Episode 7 of Inclusion with Mansi. I am your host, Mansi Chandorkar. Each week, we are going to discuss various areas of inclusion and how you can be an inclusion champion. For us, Dyslexia Awareness Month does not end in October. So, we will continue to hear from two more individuals with dyslexia before moving on to other stakeholders who share their journey with us. Today we are going to be in conversation with Vishwa, who is a student and has her own clothing brand called Human & Co. You can find the links to it in the description. Welcome Vishwa to Inclusion with Mansi. Vishwa is a grade 11 student in humanities and she's someone who loves to talk. But let's hear more about Vishwa from her. Hi Vishwa, can you introduce yourself to the listeners? Yes, the uh, Hello to all the dear podcast listeners. I am Vishwa Rajesh
1: Adpawar and I am currently studying in the Orchid School. And I have done my early education till the 7th grade in St. Helena's. Uh, I shifted to Orchid because it was providing to my needs with a script and certain concessions. And I'm pursuing humanity's stream, like Mansidi said, and I'm 15 years old and I'm very excited to be here today.
0: That's so nice. I'm glad you're here. So Vishwa, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? We know that there was something different and that's why you did make the shift of schools also. So can you tell us how it was in your previous school and then how was it different in your new school? Okay, for, well, starters, I
1: specifically did not know that there was something different. My mm-hmm. parents never uh, made it a point to, you know, actually tell me, okay, you have a learning disability and what it is. It was more of something that has need to be done, you know, like you need to go to a doctor, for example, to, to get yourself checked out if you have a cold and to do, nece- do the necessary things. So it was never like something was different and uh, so in helenas i wasn't getting the concessions it was my marks were getting reduced for no reason even though i could have scored full marks i just couldn't because there were no um, concessions given
0: yeah so basically you were studying yeah and you were putting in the hard work but your marks were not reflected right that. so that kind of confused you that why is that happening? right
1: And so then uh, I had, I had been tested in fourth grade, grade in KEM, but then it wasn't like Mm -hmm. an official uh, certificate of those sorts that would give me. So in eighth grade, when I shifted to ORCID, I went and got my certificate for dysgraphia and, and then I started getting concession and started getting help and it wasn't, it wasn't like my marks were getting reduced. It was a hard shift since it was from ICSE and CBSE. Most people think yeah. that since yeah. it's ICSE to CBSE, how can it be hard? But it was definitely hard because the bo- paper changes, patterns, teachers, everything was different and everyone was more accepting a yeah. here.
0: Yeah, so it is a big change. No matter how you change it, it is a big change. Yeah. And yeah, you did go through psychoeducational assessment, which did give you an idea about where exactly the difficulties were. And then you finally went in for certification at Sassoon for your board exams in class A. Yes. So when did you think that, you know, you started facing the difficulties?
1: Well, uh, it was there since forever. I mean, ever ever since I started uh, getting my education, I think that was... Two years, I'm not sure. It was it was it was there from the start. Yeah. And my mom did notice in the second grade, but she was she thought that since she had stopped taking my studies, maybe that was the reason. But then I started to go to tuitions and my teacher thought that I might have a learning disability. And so she talked with my parents and then my
0: parents talked to the counsellor in the school. And then we finally got tested. Mm. Yeah. So I think that was a good thing that your parents were quite proactive with what your difficulties were. And they found out, okay, who is the right person to speak to? And how can I go and get some help? How did it make you feel in class? That did it make you feel inferior by any chance that I'm different? Or why am I not able to do this? Or it was just like, okay, I am like this. And it's not so different from Everyone else, because everyone is struggling with something or the other.
1: Well, I always had it in my mind, you know. I used to uh, write so the spelling of lack as lakes, and when we were young, we had to write a lot of spellings. So my teacher would always come and ask me to change the lack, the lake to lack, and I always wondered, like, how can I make the mistake? You know, I'm reading it correctly. I'm learning it correctly. How is it happening and then I would just laugh it off but then later when once I uh, started getting into higher uh, grade it was just it would just confuse me and frustrate me and stress me out because even in papers it's like I said it correct in my mind but why is it not getting written that way in the paper because I'm literally writing it that way yeah but then I got tested even after I got tested and got concessions since my parents did not like make it a point to tell me okay this is there I was like okay this is just something there and I used to go for remediations and when I used to go for remediations the teacher like the uh, educator who taught me is like she did not uh, make it a point to like uh, how do I explain it tell me that something is different. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, this is what you know, this is what we can work on, and this is what you are better at.
0: Yeah, so I think what you're trying to say is that the label was not important at all. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't matter what the label was, but knowing that, yes, this is my difficulty, this is what I need to work on. These are my strengths and I can use my strengths to work on my difficulties. Yeah, I just thought that it was a fun place to go. They'll
1: teach me. I'll learn. I'll try to put it in my uh, school every day. Yeah. And it was that way. But then later now, once the pandemic was there, I was like really got into thinking that what exactly is LD? you know what the diagnosis I have been made? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. What like I because I never made a point to know. So then I started to yeah. figure out what it was finally in the pandemic and I think
0: that helped a lot. Yeah, you think your thoughts are clearer and it has helped you accept things better? Yes, definitely. So what has helped you cope with your difficulties? Is there, has there been a particular strategy or a person or any kind of support that has helped you cope with your difficulties? And felt like, okay, this is not so bad, I can do this. Um, So, what did help
1: me cope was one, researching about it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I would, I have this thing, unknowingly, I do this that once a year. I would just open my reports and read everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there were many pages, right? Yeah. And I found it very interesting yeah. with all those names and all of that. I was like, I would read and I would search up the names and I would go to my parents and ask them. So, what has definitely helped me is, like, there are four things that have helped me. First is research and reading the reports. Then secondly, hmm. looking at the facts and uh, reasoning with them. Hmm. It's like, is it... Uh, there are things that just sometimes go go on in your head and which are not exactly mm-hmm. true. And so facts help me to uh, look at what it actually is, if
0: that makes sense. So can you give an example of something that's going on in your head which you think is not true, which you would cross-check?
1: Okay, for example, if uh, so I say this from a real life experience. My teacher had once called me dumb in front of the whole Mm. class. And honestly, I was the least bothered, bothered kid. It was always about just going and enjoying. So I was like, okay, cool. I did not say that to her face, of course. That would have just been rude. And I was I I was in a convent school. So I would have just been uh, i don't know what would have happened but (laughs) yeah so for example if someone has told me my teacher told me i'm dumb so but the fact is i am not dumb i have a ld and because of ld it makes i won't say harder you just learn things differently and the teacher did not know so i wouldn't expect her to know that so in my head if i believe oh no the teacher is right whatever teacher says right but then but then if i research about it and i get to know no that's not that it is actually because you have a ld and ld means that you learn things differently
0: absolutely and which means that you at least have average or above average intelligence exactly so which means just yeah <laughs> right yeah so that's a good thing so you gave us two points you said you had four right. so the third
1: uh third one is having having people who support you and talking to them. In my case, mm-hmm. I have an amazing best friend. Her name is Sanya Nagpal, uh, who has like literally helped me not into. So what so whatever things I have had been said through my previous years, It, have, mm-hmm. it it's not that LD affected me, but how people reacted to it got to me. Because I was very young. I did not know that you don't let other people um, affect
0: your thoughts on you. Their opinions can... Yeah, their perceptions. Yeah, their perceptions of you may not be accurate. Right. So she has literally
1: helped me not slip into those depressive episodes. And of course, my Mm -hmm. parents and you, the counselors in the school, the therapists, everyone have helped. Like what I have realized realized is that if you talk about it, if you ask questions, you will get a better clarity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The more you ask, the more clarity you get and the more doubts get cleared and the more you understand of what you're going through and why you're going through Right. So having a proper support
1: system, if not even proper, having just that one person who supports you, talking to them constantly... Mm-hmm that does definitely has helped me and lastly i remember calling um, my counselor who i used to get so angry at teachers because they would not include me or they would do something wrong i used to text her it's like this 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 happened mm-hmm. when would be a good time to talk to you and she would like, I used to, I used to literally get, so I, I would decide, okay, we are going to stay calm on the call and tell her exactly what happened. But then all that anger that used to be there, she would just like listen to me and then she would like calm me down and was like, no, this is this, this is what we can do. So that has, that has definitely helped me cope.
0: Yeah, that's good. So what do you think are your strengths? Like we've all, you've said, right, that everyone has difficulties and everyone has strengths, even in remediation you figured out what your strengths were and then you worked accordingly. So what do you think are your strengths? Well, I feel a person can have many strengths
1: because we are human beings. Yeah. And we are creatures who evolve. Absolutely. But if I had to name that one thing that could be my strength is that I'm different.
0: Yeah, I love that. And do you think being different is like a superpower? Oh, definitely. Like how will it make sense to be same with everyone? I
1: would
0: just <laughs> Yeah, I think that not be fun. Yeah, it's a good perception. Yeah. Yeah. I think I quite like that. And what do you think you're most proud of about yourself? I am proud of who I am today. Awesome. I love that. I love how you say that. Because no matter what we've been through, if we come out to be stronger, better human beings. I think that is more important than anything else. Yes. So if you came across a student, for example, who is probably going through the same journey as you did when you were younger, what would you like to tell them? That, okay, you know, I suppose I'm a kid who's just realizing that, huh, something seems different, I'm struggling, but I can't make sense of it. What would you like to tell them? Well... I have a few things then. (laughs) Yeah.
1: First one would be be kind to yourself and Mm -hmm. be kind to people who are trying to help you figure out and not be rude. Mm -hmm. Taking help does not mean that you are weak. It just, yeah, it means that you have a better chance of knowing who you are. Pushing away people, not being kind to yourself is just going to put you in a place you would not like to be. Mm -hmm. The second thing I would like to tell them is that you're not alone, and if you feel like you are alone, that's okay too. Because end of the day, you are the only one who's going to be there for you. Yeah,
0: but if you have your good support system, you have that with. Oh, you right. Too. That
1: all is there. That all is there. But when you're in that zone, when you you just feel like you are all alone. There's no one like you on yeah. this planet, which is yeah. and okay. that
0: can be a good thing. Yeah. That can be a good thing too. Yeah. Right? Like you said. So yeah. So yeah, one to know that you're not alone in going through what you're going through. But yes, your journey is unique from everyone else. You may see things slightly differently from everyone else. But there are many people who see things differently. Yeah. And, and people- there is a good community out there to support. Right. It. And
1: what from what I have read and come across and also experienced that experienced is that people who do have LD have a very different level of perceiving things. In most ways, people Mm -hmm. cannot, they cannot even imagine
0: to think that way, which I think is really amazing. I think so too. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us? Yes, them? I have a few more other things. One, okay. <laughs> the third thing would be
1: ask questions until you understand, whether that's in a class, whether it's maybe having a conversation with a friend, maybe it's your parents, ask questions, because asking questions is going to give you clarity. Mm-hmm. Fourth thing would be talk. talk about your, Talk to your family, talk to a counsellor, talk to a person you trust, Or if you can't talk, if you don't think talking is the best way you can put out your feelings, draw them, write them, find out different ways. You can just put your thought down somewhere. Because unless and until you don't talk about what's bothering you or how you are
0: feeling, you won't be able to navigate through. You'll just be stuck there. Yeah, absolutely. So basic thing is communication is the key. What way you communicate is up to you, your choice, your individuality. Talk about it, write about it, draw about it, act it, sing it, dance it, whatever it is. Yeah. But just make sure you get your point across. No matter how tough you feel it is to actually do it. Yeah, take your time and do it. But you will find that person.
1: And I have two more things to say. (laughs) Yeah. I have been like, I thought about what, I was listening to the podcasts and it has like, I have really thought, thought, thought of like what I would say. Like marks don't really matter. They don't make you who you are, but it might matter as long as you are in an education system. So they don't make you who you are, but they do matter in your education system. And lastly, in a world where you can be anyone, I hope that you
0: choose to be you and accept the whole entirety of you. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. That I think that's like the best thing yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you have uh, like different parts
1: of you. So I, I hope that like everyone can accept yes. all of those and not just like um accept who they think they are rather than who they actually are. Because there is a very big difference yeah. between who you think you are and who you actually are.
0: And also as you grow, you keep evolving right. and changing. So not to be stuck with this one version exactly. of yourself always try to be a better yeah. version of yourself every day you have and not be Yeah, i mean else.
1: like every day you have a choice <laughs> to be evolve every day either you can do the same mistakes or you can evolve and try to be better
0: yeah yeah i quite like that so you've said that your parents have been very supportive to you but there might be some students whose parents are not so supportive to them or they themselves don't know what these difficulties are and don't know what to do about it is there something that you would like to tell parents whose children have difficulties?
1: Yes. I would like to say two things. Be patient. Mm-hmm. Show your love. Yeah. And be very careful Careful about the words you use because they are just trying to, the children are just trying to navigate through. They, they, they themselves don't understand what exactly is happening. And hmm. the experience can be good and traumatic at the time. Tra- traumatic is that the correct word yeah that's right <laughs> traumatic at the same time i mean it can be good but it can also be traumatic so it's not that they are not uh grateful or thankful but yeah they can it can still be
0: good and be bad at the same time not bad as in bad but traumatic yeah so like they're struggling you are struggling to understand what yeah. is happening and in all that i think it just helps that you're saying that to keep your cool and to figure out what is happening together and and give uh, space to what else and give space to give some space yeah it would help like your parents reached out to the counselor to the special educator reach out to the therapists and see what kind of support does your child require yes yes right and uh, So you have seen different types of teachers in school, one in your previous school, one in your current school. I'm sure they were different to you. Is there something the teachers in your current school did something differently that really helped you? Uh, Well, in
1: 10th grade, I I had this teacher, my chemistry teacher who made it a point that she would ask me in every class. She would at least ask me a question or give me a heads up. It was like, I'm going to ask you next. And I thought that was so annoying. I was like, please don't ask me questions or like, don't bother me. But she would constantly be behind me. I felt that it was nagging for like a few months, but then it actually helped me be more mm-hmm. uh, on top of my game in the subject because it's not like I did not understand. It's just that I understood differently. So she would ask me questions and she would be behind my back. And there were a lot of teachers who also believed in me, which I thought was very bizarre in eighth grade and ninth grade. Like, why do you want to? Because in my previous school, teachers would just like name call me and a lot of, you know, other things which were not great and not a very good thing to go through as a child. Absolutely. It's like, there's a lot of, they just believed in you.
0: And that is something extremely important, right? Like they believe in you to say that, I know you're capable of doing this. I have these expectations from you. And I think that's where your chemistry teacher also came from, that I know you can do it. This is my way of cross-checking that you're paying attention. Your mind is not wandering anywhere else, because I know that happens. (laughs) So that's how we are getting your attention back and which did work for you. Yes. So what would you like to, suppose you, if you had a chance to go back to your old teachers, what would you like to tell them? Or just any other teacher on, you know, like if you have a student with difficulties in your class, what are a few things that you can keep in mind that would help them with coping with their difficulties?
1: Um. So often since we... We are, we are in the education system for at least 10-13 years of our life, like the first till 10th grade. Yeah, I think as students, we look up to teachers because that is something that is taught to us. And I would say that yeah. since we look up to you, don't say things which might hurt us and we might look down on you, you know? I mean mm-hmm. as harsh and rude that yeah. sounds, it
0: is that harsh and rude. You know? Yeah. If you yeah. get on And words really hurt. Yeah. So be mindful of what yeah, you say. Especially and why you're saying it. Be yeah, kind. Be especially to the children who
1: have learning disabilities, because honestly, they don't get they have no clue what the hell they are doing. And you have no clue yeah. if the person what goes on in their homes, you know, I mean, I haven't had that experience. But I know people who have had those kind of experiences too, which are not so good. And not everyone has a, I won't say great mindset, but you don't know what all goes in a child's head. Because since it's a learning disability, it comes with your everyday school things, reading, writing, calculating, and all of those things. So you have no clue what goes on in their head. So just be very careful about what you say. For example, you can't say things like, oh, just try not to stress out next time. Next time, you know. For example, let's say there is a person, a a person without learning disability who stresses. Everyone stresses, right? But when you have a learning disability and... So a teacher comes to you and says oh just try not to stress next time you get more anxious and it's like that is not possible that is just not possible you just say okay to their yeah. face instead of arguing because that makes no sense to even argue mm-hmm. and make them understand because you have already tried to do that given the fact that they know that yeah. you have a learning disability they are familiar with what kind of experience you might have
0: yeah correct is there anything else that you would so you're saying that, you know, uh, be kind, be mindful of your words because the words can really hurt. And even your actions. Yeah, and your actions as well. And your body language yes. because that will show differently. Yes. Correct. So uh, like you said that what your current teachers did that really helped you is be mindful, be present, have the a- appropriate expectations from your kids. Just because they have some difficulty doesn't mean they're good for nothing and won't be able to do anything yeah. at all. Push them, recognize them as overall people. Yeah, just human right? beings. I think that's what, yeah. And, okay, so that sounds good. And uh, so you said that you do get a scribe an extra time in your exams. Do you think that those concessions are in any way an advantage for you or do you think they are leveling the field for you to that you are then at the same place with all your peers
1: well um i won't say it's an advantage i tell me how would it be advantage if you are just providing what a child needs a needs are not advantage a want is advantage
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is just like anyone needing glasses to see clearer. So having glasses is not an advantage. Yeah. So these concessions are just like that, which help you level up the field and, you know, help you uh, focus your attention on what you actually should, which is learning the content and then making sure that you're able to then say what is on your mind and see how much you know and you remember. Right. Uh, is there any story or any uh, incident that has happened in your life that you would like to discuss with the listeners? What kind? I have many. <laughs> <laughs> any one thing that comes to your mind? One thing that really stands out in your journey, which you feel that someone who doesn't understand what LD is would help them understand what it is?
1: But the people who don't have LD might have LD educators or anyone ld just means any kind of ld that you learn things differently or you do things differently maybe i am not that grammatically correct so i need to learn and work on those factors maybe exactly. my calculation is not that good yeah but i need to work on it which what does that mean if i'm not understanding give for example, we are in a classroom with 30 children. One of them has a learning disability. Others understand, of, for example, we are learning how to add. And the teacher writes on the board, 4 plus mm-hmm. 2 is 6. But a person okay. with LD doesn't get it. So yeah. that means that the child needs to be given individual um instructions or individual attention individual attention and made it a point make it a point that they
0: understand it so then not to teach it in the same way you taught it to the class right change the modality make it more concrete
1: yes that's all and it also means that since it is with learning and writing and we do it every day for like eight to nine hours of our day. It means mm-hmm. that there is some certain level of stress, frustration, anxiety, maybe even depression for some times, which all is okay. But regardless of that, people with, with LD come through yeah, and even might do better than you and have might, might have. And just because a person does not know one language
0: properly, you should know that they know another language properly. Yeah. And... We all, a lot of Indians are multilingual, not just bilingual. So,
1: exactly. you know, it
0: really helps like encourage the person to try in whatever yeah. language they're speaking in. Try and change your modalities to ensure that they learn the way they, they understand in the way they learn best, not in the yeah. way you learn best. Exactly, because
1: everyone learns differently. I mean, for example, Mayan Di likes, uh, might read her book sitting in one place for one hour but for me it might mean that i walk and lo- read i know that yeah, yeah. It might, <laughs> i yeah. might walk there's,
0: and read. there's no chance i'm sitting one hour and reading but yeah <laughs> so i would prefer to listen to an audiobook rather than read read it myself. exactly i would prefer to sit in a place and read yeah so it it doesn't matter how you do it in which format you do it as long as you do do it That makes a lot of difference. And what
1: I would like to add on over here for anyone who's trying to help a person with LD is that make sure that you create a certain level of interest for them. Mm -hmm. Because if the person with LD is interested, they'll go to any length, even if no matter how hard it is for
0: them to get the concept and be on top of it. Yeah, which I think is so awesome that you're recognizing their strengths. What is their interest? What is the best way they learn? And then to use that to help them learn. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Awesome. So, Vishwa, thank you very much for joining. Is there anything else you want to share before we end today's podcast? Yes, just one last thing that I (laughs) would like to (laughs) say. I know you love to talk. So I just thought I'll ask you one more time. Is there anything else you would like to add?
1: Yes. So I remember you asked me this question. If there is something I would like to just one highlight. Mm-hmm. Is that people with LD for this is for everyone. Mm-hmm. So people with LD don't want you to accept it. We just want you to acknowledge the fact. Okay. Okay. Since LD is a fact, right? Yeah. This is there. There are the struggles. And it's there. It exists. Don't deny it. And even if you do deny it, don't uh, even if you show it to us, be respectful about it. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's not not about
0: accepting. To acknowledge the fact. Yeah, so it's accepting the differences and acknowledging that yes, they do exist. And to be okay with it.
1: It's fine if you're not okay with it too. Just I, acknowledge the fact that it it exists. Yeah. Okay. Because there are still people I know who might... Uh, my I have also experienced that they might be prejudiced. Yeah. Prejud- prejudiced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prejudiced. And even today, even in my school, even with my peers who are like educated, everything with the people who are with degrees, you know. So you know, You can be prejudiced. You can be whatever you want. But just acknowledge the fact. It's there.
0: Yeah. I think that's something good that, you know, that just be okay with not being okay with it also. Right? Yeah, because
1: when you sit in a classroom, there are going to be various kinds of people. Like, for example, there are various different colored people, right? Yeah. We are still still trying to accept
0: that fact. Or like we have different people with different shoe sizes or different heights. You're not going exactly. to say only people who are five feet two inches are allowed in my class.
1: Exactly. You have to
0: start accepting because if you don't, you're just
1: going to be backward. Yeah. And I but, don't think it has it has ever
0: helped society being backwards. True. And do you think that uh, as you grow older, like once, do you assume that once you're out of school, is LD going to vanish? Or oh hell! <laughs> sorry it doesn't it doesn't it stays with you
1: lifelong you you you're born with it you die with it or maybe you it has developed over the years it is it might reduce it might increase but i don't think there is a chance that it goes
0: yeah it's a neurological thing right absolutely so but you learn ways to cope with it you learn ways to make things slightly easier for you or you know you modify the way you do a certain amount of things to then be like Ha, now I'm okay with this. So basically, till it doesn't interfere in your everyday functioning, you come to terms with it and sorry, figure that out. Right? Yes, I just have one more line to add. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) People who, who it just clicked me right now. It's like I forgot. It's like people who do have LD, I would say, please keep your mental health in check because that is going to help
0: you. It is.
1: And this, not, is, this is not a matter that has been discussed a lot because is, people yeah. just think, ulta likta hai, nahi aise, aise likta hai. it is not that. You have to keep your mental health in check so that you can function better.
0: Yeah. And I think that's important for any individual to do that, that to make sure your mental health is in check
1: sure, yes.
0: so that everything else can follow after that.
1: Yeah, or at least you can navigate through.
0: (laughs) You will figure ways out. You have your support system. If you don't have one, you will find one. And just reach out and ask for help. And eventually, like you said, be the best version of yourself and be you. Be unique and be you. Right? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Vishwa, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much, Dee, for thinking worthy of me to be on your (laughs) podcast. (laughs) No, no, everyone is worthy. And it is just that the more people share their stories with others, the more maybe someone else listening to the podcast may be like, oh, right, that's something I went through and I'm not alone. There's someone else who went through this. This okay, is literally what I've been listening and saying to myself since right? last few days. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's the whole aim of the podcast, right? The more people listen to it, hopefully there's someone who makes some connection and says, Ah, so this is what it is. And, you know, talks about it to a few more people who may then reach out to just other people. awareness in general. Yeah, just like the ripple effect to say that we are not alone. You have enough. You have a community that is there to support you. And all you need to do is just thoda either, look around, you'll find it. Yes, dear. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Vishwa. Thank you so much for tuning in to Inclusion with Nancy. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, do share the podcast with your family and friends or anyone you think that may benefit from it. I would love to hear your feedback. You can connect with me on my Facebook page or Instagram at inclusionwithmansi. You may also email me at inclusionwithmansi at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, remember to share our similarities and celebrate our differences.